welcome to Carly's Couch. I'm Cece Fierce. Lextopia here. Thanks for joining us today. Um, you know, we've still been safe, still uh, staying around the crib. And, you know, the past couple of months of sitting around the crib has really made us think about our surroundings. And how important they are. Um, and so when, like I said, thinking about episode topics, it's always important to think about things that are relevant. And so today I'm really excited to discuss cultivating your space, like your crib, your home, your room, what, wherever it is that you are and seeing, you know, what changes you can make, what updates you can make, how it impacts your livelihood, your work, your balance, all of those things. Yeah. Your environment is very important. Um, not just the area you grew up in city and all of that, which does matter a lot, but also there's so much you can do with your living space and there are so many aspects to your living space that are, are affecting you and so we're going to talk about that so you can get an understanding of like oh you know these things might be having an effect on me or this is something that I can change in order to you know feel more whatever it is um, or just to feel more comfortable or secure in your space as well um, I noticed that um I had done a lot of different changes because, you know, I'm already a work from home person. But, you know, as we really, really sit at home and, um, you know, you move from the living room to the front room to the kitchen or to whatever, um, you know, it's like, dang, this is important. And, you know, I don't want to look at this, you know, same whatever, like crack in the wall or this, you know, like bare wall or whatever it may be. And I noticed a lot of people, it looked like, um, let me know what you saw, but on social media, I feel like I'm seeing a lot of people you know, getting more plants, getting more mm -hmm. art, um, doing more with their space while they're sitting in it more. Absolutely. And I think it's because we actually take the time to sit at home and be there. I know personally, I'm usually not at home as often. And so at first I was like, oh, man, I'm here all the mm -hmm. time. Like this has to be better. So um, what does your space, what does your living space say about you? What does it reflect about you? Um, mine reflects organization um, of ideas, organization of um, things that need to be done, productivity. My space shows um, calmness and peace and the way I like to have like a lot of flowers and my candles um, and the colors I use. Um, I try to have a and aesthetically like pleasing, I like symmetry. So there's certain things that, um, you know, make me feel good and make me feel um, organized or keep me organized. And so I, th I would say that my space reflects that, like somebody who is like working and has, you know, things to get done. How has that changed over time? Um, hmm. I would say that over time I have come to appreciate a little bit more color in my space and mm -hmm. a little less a lot less clutter um and I'm not even trying to think about or talk about per se the things that are because like you just don't have no money like you don't do certain things or you know might yeah. have a smaller space um so not even that but like also I think a, a, a big difference in what's changed is that I never really settled in settled in in any place um and so I had just like a bunch of temporary stuff where I didn't have anything on the walls really. It wasn't anything up. Um, I always, I used to have a huge wall, huge dry erase wall. So like it is important to me um, to be able to write things down and mm -hmm. have space to work, I would say. Um, but definitely just not, I just didn't really make my spaces a home. And I, I never really tried to do that until the place I live at now, honestly. Yeah, same. And I realized like, so 
My first place by myself, like the first time I really got to decorate, was when I interned um, in Dallas after my freshman year of college. So I was in college in Oklahoma, but I got an internship. So I had my whole own apartment, mm-hmm. and I was like 19. I was so hyped. And, but, you know, not a lot of money. And so I had like mm-hmm. a futon, an air mattress, mm-hmm. and a coffee table, and then like my little dorm furniture. But I was so proud of my space, and I would buy decorations that like made me feel good. And they're IKEA, so they were budget friendly. But I, I really tried to make it a home. Um, since living in LA, I haven't like LA feels more like home now, but I haven't had a home space. And so I've used the time during the pandemic to be a lot more intentional about that. Like I had already had, you know, my bed set up like and it was like it brings me serenity like to to come home and to like see my room like I have my diffuser popping. It smells good. It looks like me. It feels like me. But then I hadn't put too much thought into ways to make it more productive. And so a lot of that um, I've been bringing a lot of other pieces of my personality into my space since the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've probably been doing this too, but like I, the more I do things with my space, the more I think about what I would like a bigger space to look like, or like what I would do or what I do care about in a living space. Um, mm-hmm. Like my outside space, my balcony, like if anybody who knows me knows, like I like my balcony space or outside and how now I'm like, man, I'd never want to have a place that didn't have, that or some kind of outdoorsy piece um and so I've kind of learned more about myself and like what I enjoy what I like and um I've also been more quick to actually like take care of things um I'm one of those people like if something needs to be done like there needs to be air in my tire or something like I'll let it sit like I'm really not gonna just go straight out and get it taken care of I'm not really that person Um, But with my space now, I've been more likely to, you know, fix things up or change things up or reorganize them when I see, you know, something that bothers me. Because it's like, yo, this is my space. Like, if I don't take care of my space, then, like, what am I even really doing? Um, So my my space plays a big role in my life now. Um, I love, like, I, I even had to upgrade my bed. Like, I had to get, like, a mattress topper and I got some bigger, better pillows and different types of sheets that I had to get because I was like man it's just like way more comfortable um granted because I like I was able to do that but you know doing things like that do make a huge difference Mm -hmm. and we're like I lay down at night and it's like oh man like you feel good like you feel good regardless um so for me um it's super important because I'm here all day and it's important because it makes me feel happy same I like coming home and everything is in its place and like I said my room smells good like that's a big deal like I want to walk into my room and be like man it just feels good in here because I have roommates so that's like my mm-hmm. own spaces in my room um but it's super important in in my every single day like it and like knowing that I have a safe space to come home to a place that feels like me that I can decorate and change things as I need to like it's super important I think it's always been important I think you know, having the means to do the things that you want to do and being really intentional about it is the difference. Like when I was younger, when I was like little, I didn't make my bed every day and I didn't get the importance. But every morning I'm like, no, I have to make sure I start my day off. Like if I can control nothing else, I can control this. Mm -hmm. And so I think that my space is super important in my everyday life from waking up to coming home to it. And however your space is will definitely have an effect on you. Um, you know, notice if you haven't changed much, like if, if you would look around and be like, all right, I've kind of always kind of been the same type of person where, you know, you sleep next to the pile of laundry or, um, you know, you keep a pile of papers on your desk. Like some people, like you've always been like that. And you know that if you look around, 
Um, so think about that, you know, has your space changed much or have you even explored anything different? Do you have a desire to, you know, see your space look a certain way? Like if you like those shows, if you like Marie Kondo, if you like mm -hmm. um, watching those real estate shows, things like that, um, you know, what what is stopping you from doing some little things and like moving things around or trying something different um, to see how that can affect you? Um, for me specifically, Carly talked about making your bed. My desk is also in my room. And so it's important for me that my bed is made because my surroundings affect me to where if there's clutter or disorganization around me, um, I, I, I'm distracted. And so that's a big thing. It, one, it's kind of a procrastination thing, but for most people, it's like if there's obvious chaos around you, it's hard to get started and get into like what mm -hmm. you're supposed to be doing or your work. And then you find yourself usually like cleaning up first. It's like, oh, let me clean up before I start working. With me, it's even like my desktop. Like I have to take everything, put on my hard drive, clean up my desktop and my computer before I even feel yeah. like I can start and like I restart my computer. Um, so like that's important to me. Like, all right, I need things to be fresh. Like feel like my mind is fresh because it's so distracting to have you, stuff around. Are you one of those people that has um like that it does doesn't have a lot of tabs open like on your yeah no nah, i don't like a lot of tabs i um if it's more than like four or five then i'll make a whole nother set of tabs and put those down mm -hmm. um and it has to be like things that go together like within the task so i don't i don't like a lot of stuff up um unless it's something i just don't want to forget and then i'll just put it down but i think I think that that's important, though, to know that about yourself and know that that's how you work. So your space can not only distract you, for example, if there is chaos, maybe in clutter, maybe you're not able to focus and work at home, especially if you're not used to working at home. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden you find yourself forced to work at home. It's like thinking about what you need in order to bring your best self. But I think your space can also inspire you to, mm -hmm. you know, want to do to be more creative and to do yeah. better things like mine. I have affirmations, um, you know, that I've painted. I have like a card on my desk from my best friend that makes me smile because it was super thoughtful. Like I have a couple of pictures, but I love having art around. I love Alexia's fresh flowers. I don't keep fresh flowers like that. That's a goal of mine. I'm not there yet. I do got plants though that make me happy. Um, but I like to keep things in my space that inspire me and that make me like feel good and make me want to do things. Yeah, I like that you bring up that side of it, too, because I literally wake up and I look out and I see usually like my flowers on the balcony. And that does like it makes me in a good mood. Um, I have one, two, three, four paintings and a photograph from, you know, friends. So I have all my friends art up. No, f more than that. Um, my friends art up, though. It makes me, you know, be like, wow, you know, I, I like my friends. I appreciate my friends presence. I mm -hmm. have you know, my certain affirmations that I have written on my board along with different work and stuff. So everything does play a purpose. I actually, um, I was kind of being a weirdo this morning and, and not even really thinking about this episode at all. But for some reason, um, you know, I was straightening up and I, I just felt in a good mood. I felt really grateful. And I was, you know, making my bed. I was like, man, thank you for my bed. And I got my sage thing and I, I was like lighting it up because I was like, just to be doing something. I don't know what you're really supposed to be saying. But in the way that I did, I, just, I was like, man, I haven't done it in a while. So I like went around, you know, because I had new stuff in, new plants, new, new everything. Like even with I said, when I said my mattress topper and stuff. Mm -hmm. And this is like new within the last few months. Like I haven't, I don't go around saging every day, but you know, I was lighting it and I was really saying like, thank you to everything. I was like, you know, thank you to my plants. And, um, oh, it was something that was goofy. Like I was laughing at myself, but like literally everything, not even just thank you, but I'm like, oh man, I love this thing. Like, oh, these candles smell so good. And, um, man, there's so many lessons I can learn from, you know, things on my whiteboard. Mm -hmm. I was thankful for, um, Earl and other friends who like, got me things on the travels and like literally everything in my room. I like took a minute to 
um, appreciate and like think about like, man, like I, you know, I appreciate everything in here and everything serves its purpose. And I was in a good mood. I felt in a good, grateful mood. And not that that's something like people got to do all the time, but just really feeling good with your space, um, you know, can just make you feel so much better. It's so important. And I think wholeheartedly that our space is a reflection of our lives or our head or what's going on inside of you that I'm really intentional with my space. But I notice whenever like I might be chaotic in my head or my thoughts or might be rushing around because then that's when I start to like leave closed places or have more clutter on my desk. Like I've, I notice very physical manifestations of what's going on on the inside. So I love that you took a moment to, you know, be thoughtful and to thank all of those things that are around, you know, because whatever you send gratitude and energy towards, like, multiplies in your life. I have, um, you know, a really dope art piece. It's a Lextopia original that mm-hmm. I'm really grateful for. I know. I need to finish it. It was kind of fire. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie. That giant was kind of fire. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to finish it one day. <laughs> um, so your space does affect you. And then so now, you know, just even thinking about how you feel in a space, there's also some research and things we looked at. Um, just like I mentioned, like Marie Kondo, like in her uh, process of clearing out your clothing and your closet and your cleaning up your house and space. Does it bring you joy? Like it's a whole process to that. And so um, for a second, we're going to talk about just like historical slash um, like pop culture and um, other examples of ways that people um, – approach this mm-hmm. when we think about asia east a- not necessarily just east asia but um asia like china japan they all have like these processes or these ways of life maybe is a better way um to say it i, I feel like they live kind of more holistically because in certain cultures they do have a better appreciation of how everything works together mm-hmm. um which is kind of what we're basically trying to get across like yo, this all matters all the things you're doing in your home they matter too Yep, they do. And I was about to say, um, I used to work in construction. I used to be an engineer, if y'all are new to the podcast. Um, and I I actually wanted to be an architect slash engineer, architectural engineer, which I'm not. And I wasn't. I was a construction engineer. But I wanted to do that because of Sims. Like, I used to love building different houses and decorating them and just, like, designing spaces for people to experience certain things and to enjoy them. And I think architecture is so huge. And people don't discuss that a lot. But, like, that plays a huge part on how you feel in a space. Spaces are designed to make you feel a certain way. My best friend, Kim, is um, an architect. Shout out. And because there's not a lot of black women architects in the U.S., So big shout out to her, um, and hopefully there will be more soon. Um, But, I mean, the pandemic kind of messed up the test. So shout out to all y'all. Sorry, that's an aside. But um, her project was designing, like her um, graduate project in architecture was designing spaces to make you feel different ways. And part of her research was there's a Holocaust museum. And I want to say it's in Germany. I'm not quite sure. But the way they designed it is... It's all concrete. There's little bit of natural light that comes from the very top and there's no straight hallway. So everything is an angle and you don't know where you're going. And it's symbolic of the journey that the people felt when they were on the trains and getting kidnapped and taken for the Holocaust. And they want you to emote. They want you to have those emotions and to be able to bring that experience into that. So even down to the architecture, how important it is in the way that it's designed and also how that impacts you, I think is super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have probably heard of feng shui, um, but don't really know what it is. And like, I'm not even that, that, that familiar with what it is, but essentially, um, feng shui, like when I looked into it, I was like, oh, this is like some cut and dry stuff. It's not just like the idea that, you know, things are flowing in your space, which is what I always thought about it as, 
Um, but it's about harmonizing with your surroundings. And when you Google it, so I, I would um, recommend you look it up if you're interested in this, but each quadrant of particular rooms have a certain meaning or like they represent something, whether it's like, um, you know, this space represents your wealth and health and well-being and like different things like that. Um, I don't remember what which was which, but even down to like the type of materials you use in your room, um, there's like a science to them behind, you know, how do you stone, wood, metal or where or like how close things should be or where and what part of quadrant of your room things should be. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of meaning to the way things are arranged and there's an optimal way to arrange things in a way that creates a balance um, around you. So I think that's very interesting to look into. I um, When I was looking and saw the quadrants and things, they were talking about, you know, how your bed should always be you can go on this wall or this wall, but never like, you know, by the door, which I never did anyway because – you grow up knowing that you're not supposed to have your head like right by the door. But, um, you know, there's so many cool things. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to look at this later. So I'm going to go back and reference it um, to see like how on or off I am from like some of the things they recommend. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something to look into for sure. Yeah, I need to do more research. I know like the big things like about like not having also not having your feet towards a door because it's like them carrying like a casket outside mm -hmm. of the door so that's like that's a big thing and like where your mirror is um but I did not know about the quadrants and I'm like ooh more research um mm -hmm. and things that I like another one which we kind of already discussed but clutter and the way that it impacts your ability to focus to sleep um anxiety it can Im impact your productivity um so just looking at the chaos and the clutter around your house like if you have you know, um, we just cleaned out our kitchen cabinets at my house and it feels so much better to know where everything is now and know that it was cleaned and that everything has a purpose. And so making sure that you're organizing that clutter. And if you like live in a space where you might not have a lot of space, like using storage solutions to help you be able to own that, like whatever you are, whatever you do have. And there's also a lot of science behind um, associations within your space and um, for example, you know, there's a reason why they say don't try to work in your bed or separating the, the importance of separating a space where you rest and separating a space where you're intimate with somebody versus a space where I'm here to work or even a space where you're to meditate. You know, people are like, man, I try to meditate and that doesn't work. And it's like you're laying in bed um, where your body and your mind is used to and preparing for sleep. And so that's not the space to do that. Um, so that's something that you can incorporate or think about and, you know, looking around your space, how is each space set up for, you know, its particular use or how you use it. Um, and that'll help you also to be a more efficient person if you can kind of separate and show yourself, show your body or teach your body what it needs to do in different places. And that's huge. Um, that's why I had to stop trying to read at night when I'm laying in bed because my brain is like, nah, we going to sleep. Mm -hmm. And so every time it's just been such a big fail. And so I, you know, more purposeful, like I get up in the morning, I try to go read at my desk or at a chair in the living room because my brain isn't trying to go to sleep. But as soon as I cross that threshold into my room, it is lights out. Or sometimes opposite of that, people have trouble going to sleep because you're used to like watching TV and stuff to sleep. So it's like you've made the sleep part difficult now when you try to go to sleep if you're somewhere else or, or doing something also. So it also goes both ways too. And the separations um, that she meant that she mentioned are super important, especially when you have like a dual usage space. Like if you live in mm -hmm. a studio, being very intentional with where you place things and how you set up your space so you can be both productive and relax at home. And there's lots of things to, you can consider with your space. So these are this section is to give you some ideas. Um, one is 
lighting. I'm going to talk about how I use light in my space. I finally gave in and got a couple smart bulbs. So I like to um, use color. So I have my smart bulbs that I can use with my phone. I can change them to different colors, get a different vibe going on. Um, I also set them to a low, um, a low watt color and I schedule them. So now in the mornings at five something before my alarm clock goes off, my light comes on very low and I can do like a purple color or a different color. Um, and so I, I slightly like, I have to mommy wake up from it, but sometimes if I do, it's kind of like, a, okay. And then my alarm go off like 30 minutes later. And so it's a good way to ease into bed. Also a good way to not have to get up to turn the lights off and I can turn them off from my phone. Um, so the light's important to me and I use it in that way, which has been significant recently. Also, I have lights that I put around my balcony. And so I'm able to at nighttime have my vibes of my color lights or whatever lights inside. And then I can turn on my balcony lights to add a little extra. And it just feels so like soothing and chill and like, you know, like I'm on vacation or something. And so, you know, to feel good about the lighting and to use lighting to set a mood, which is how I really like to use it, um, has been great. I love it. Um, and just thinking about natural light. So if you have trouble sleeping and your window faces east when the sun's rising, like maybe getting blackout curtains in the morning. So you're able to enjoy your rest. But knowing that like being intentional with lighting, it can help increase vitamin B and D. It can help balance your immune system and your hormones. Um, a study by Loyola University says it helps like in with increased productivity and optimism. So just thinking about the spaces that you operate in every day and thinking, wow, how could I change the lighting in here to make, you know, to set a better mood or to make me more productive or to help me sleep? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's super important. Um, another thing is, you know, adding some life to your place. Um, I don't have any pets. I've never had pets really. Um, not as an adult for sure. I have not had any pets, um, but I do have a lot of plants now. I enjoy them just because it's like, you know, you can water them, you see them change, you see them grow. And, um, you know, it's just kind of cool to have like living things in there really are part of my ecosystem in my space, in my house, in my room. Um, we're breathing and sharing the air. We got a thing going on. Um, I don't want nobody to hit me like, are you okay, girl? Like get a man. But, um, <laughs> But it, it's so nice and so calming. Again, you see, you see, I keep saying like calming, and I think that's important in my space. Is that uh, for me? I feel like my work or my life or whatever is can be like so kind of fast paced that I have a space where I can turn up or turn down. Um, and I just like love my plants. So I I know Carly likes plants too, and she started to get all hers as well. Um, how does that affect your space? Oh my God. It just makes me so happy. I'm smiling cause Uno was my first plant. Hence Uno. Um, and he is popping. He is a pothos, like a hanging plant and he got so big. He can't hang anymore. And like, he's just like on the floor. So I'm about mm -hmm. to like double pie him. But every time he, he sits by my desk and every time I'm like, yo, good morning. Like I talk to mm -hmm. my plants and I'm pretty sure my roommates probably think I'm crazy, but, um, I've gotten five more plants I think since the pandemic started and even gave somebody another plant so I just love them it's so cool to see life and to you know speak life into things and yeah just be grateful for that space and for growth and the flowers um Carly mentioned too I got that from Damo too because he used to always or not used to but he always would have fresh flowers in their house and I I would notice it every time I came or you know when we go to the store I'd be like oh I'm gonna get some more flowers and then one day I finally, I just, I was like, I'm gonna get some flowers and I got some and I was like, yo, this like super changed the game. Um, so I started keeping some in my room as well as in the front. And even though like nobody asked me to, um, 
like every time I still come in or like bring other flowers, like my brother will be like, yo man, like you really be on with, with keeping some fresh flowers around <laughs> here. So like, I know they appreciate it too. And, and I feel like it adds a little something, like a little freshness to your spot and a little color too. It feels so like, I feel, I don't know. It's just beautiful. I notice them every time I'm over here. I'm like, man, those are just so beautiful. Like I need to do that. So doing that, I also started putting eucalyptus, like fresh uh, eucalyptus, like the bundles in my shower um, with a couple of drops of eucalyptus. Just be careful not to slip on them. If you put them on the bottom, um, and that's been really nice, too. It's made my shower, like, much more luxurious, and I felt kind of like I'm at a spa. So that's uh, one little way, too, that's been helpful for me. Yeah, if you have essential oils, because I throw my peppermint and different ones in the shower, too, um, throwing them in the shower. I, I do the drops from the top, like, four drops, and let it all steam up, too. So it is a really good experience. I put people under there, too. Mm -hmm. um, having art in your space we talked about, I wanted to shout out um, – one connection of mine on Twitter, Maxine, um, her at is MM in the city. Um, she has been posting up different images of the art she's been doing in her house. And I think it's so cool. And she's also one of those who like will reshare, you know, people put up graphics of like living rooms are just cool art and cool things where mm -hmm. you're like kind of inspired. So I like when she does that and getting to see different ideas around around spacing and what to do with space and design. Um, but she's done some really cool things like, you know, she's like, yo, I'll take this door and just put a big yellow circle, you know, that goes in the middle of the wall and part of the door and just random. But it's so beautiful. Like then when you put like a nightstand there or something there and, you know, just adds so much character. Um, mm. One thing that she did recently is that she painted the backs of her closets um, a dark color and then took like a coppery or gold and like a whitish color and made like kind of like some hash mark designs and just did it all along the back. Which I was like, oh, that's really cool, too. And you open your closet and it's like design in the back. Um in my old residence, I had a, um, we'll call a, shoot, what's the name of it? Not a highlight wall. Um, accent? Accent wall. Um, I had my green wall that I painted um, in the back um, that my bed was on. And I, every time, like, you know, somebody come in, they're like, oh, man, this is so nice. You know, just that pop of color. Mm -hmm. um, and so things like that I love. Like, add some color to your space. Don't be afraid. Um, if you live in an apartment where you can't change things, then don't change it. Um, but you can put stuff up. Um, like I said, I finally graduated from, like, I mean, I haven't put up posters in them forever. But, you know, I graduated putting up some real art and some different things as well. Um, but all of that is important. So thinking about or exploring Pinterest, Twitter, whoever, um, exploring like different DIY things you can do around mm -hmm. your crib or just getting some paint and just splashing it up there or, you know, getting creative because the accent wall can really change things. If you just put like a splash of color in your spot. Yeah. And, um, color is really important. So there's actually a whole color psychology study, and it's how hues determine human behavior and influence the space and the people in it. Um, for example, like the gym that I work at, Thrive, um, Lanicia, when she was picking the colors for the gym, she wanted something where people felt energetic, where they felt joy and happiness um, somewhere that she could, you know, create a space, like a safe space for people, but also that would energize them. And so she went with yellow, even though all her designers were like, no, it's a gym, you should be red. But red evokes like, not just not only strength but also like war danger like determination like there's the dual sidedness of it and so thinking about you know what how you're purposing your spaces and being intentional with colors like uh, my friend Kiara she was actually on the podcast so y'all should check out her episode but her um 
her office, she has like this bright yellow chair because she wanted to be like excited to like sit down and it's super nice and plushy. And if you're like living in an apartment, like Lex said, and can't paint the wall, what she did was a whole wall is dangled like lights. So like the little twinkle lights, but also like leaves. And so she kind of has this whole green wall space that is not as much as paint, but still enough to create a whole difference. Like when you walk in, you're like, wow, mm-hmm. that is so cool. And it's great for pictures. Another thing is to think about security with your space um, and how you position things, um, making sure you can maneuver, thinking about um, getting to your windows, getting to your doors Mm -hmm. and getting to your weapons, getting to things you need to grab before you have to rush out. If you ever have to rush out, things like that, I think are important on the functional side um, and, and things to think about with your space as well. Like what things would you need to get to and how can you get to them? Making sure that you do think about that stuff, too. Making sure that it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Also thinking about like who you want to be, like where, what are you working on for yourself? Are you, do you need to be more inspired? Like, so designing your space in a way that supports the habits that you're creating. Like if you want to write more, then is your desk like a cool space to write? Like, do you feel comfortable doing that? Or do you need to like build out somewhere on your balcony? Yeah, you basically just gave a great example of that with the yellow chair and thinking about, you know, what is it that you want to focus more on? Like if for me, I used to always say, like, man, I want to slow down more, slow down more. And then to get flowers and plants and stuff, I literally catch myself and I'll go smell my flowers or I'm walking by them and I smell them like, oh, that smells good. And you sit down and you chill for a second. So create the space that allows you to be that person that you need to be. If you want to get more rest, or you're like, man, I just, I don't sleep well or whatever. Like being more intentional about what you're doing with your bed space or in your room where you go to sleep. Um, whatever that thing is, helping yourself to get it together. Throw that uh, pull-up bar over one of the doors that you have to do two pull-ups before you go through. Or, you know, like just set yourself up the right way um, so that you make it easier for yourself. Otherwise, again, going back to something we haven't said in a long time, you might be lying to yourself about what you really want because you're not setting your space up for it. Mm -hmm. And if you want to play with, you know, design, a lot of places have like room, like online room designers that you can do. Pinterest, a lot of apps, lots of apps. Um, The design home app is a game where you get to actually play around with like choosing different pieces to see how they go together that I used to use for a long time. Um, Sims, you can still build houses and do things on that, especially during the pandemic. They doing too much on Sims now. They doing a lot. I redownloaded it temporarily and was like, nah, I can't do this. But (laughs) just thinking, just, just playing with those things. Um, For me, my favorite is Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Just like looking at how people cultivate their space and then thinking of those elements that I want and like, man, I can envision this this way in my space. Yeah. When I was first thinking about what I wanted to do with my balcony, I was on Pinterest looking up small balcony um, decor and ideas. And there's so much cool stuff. Like it's just so much inspiration there. So finding, um, you know, just Googling things on Pinterest, you find easy things you can do yourself or, or ways to do things or ideas of what to do with what you already have. Um, I had a, uh, probably was from Ikea or maybe Wayfair, like a taller um, lamp thing. And then at some point when I got the new light, because I got a spotlight to go behind uh, one of my plants so that my lights can come from the ground and highlight my plants. And I took the top off, which is that thing, took the top <laughs> off of it and try to use it as a nightstand. And I was like, oh, that doesn't work for that either. So I still want to get rid of that and get a new one. But like I just changed things around, like the use for things, move things around. Um, I remember when I was a kid and this wasn't planned. I just thought about it. But like when I was a kid, I literally used to draw my room out like every other month. Like I would draw it out, draw my bed and then be like, all right, I'm gonna move this, this, this. And it was like a whole thing. Like every so often, like clockwork, I always <laughs> rearranged my room. I had to. Um, now it's a little bit different because I have like a whole wall that's like a sliding door to the balcony. I have a whole mirror, 
um, from my closet. And so it's like you only have but so much you can do. Um, yeah. But I have been thinking about it lately. Like, man, how else could I maybe change or just do something totally different? And I forget that. Like, I really used to change it all the time. And it was so fun because you're like, damn, it feels like a fresh new room. And you feel like a brand new person. Like, when your room is clean, when you have stuff fresh or different, it feels good. And it's just like um, I was dying laughing because um, it was whether on Instagram or, or Twitter. But it was like, yeah, that when you come into your room or when you stand at, your, at the door of your room to see how it's going to look when people come in or, like, to see, like, how fresh it looks. So every time I clean up or do whatever, like, I go outside and then I open it, walk in, like, all right, like you gotta see, like, how's it gonna look when you come in? Um, and you're like, yeah, this feels good. This looks good. I look at my room from all different angles. Like, I literally probably do this every day, actually, now that I think about it. But like, from every angle, I'll look around and like, oh, I don't like how this looks from this angle, and I'll move it. And then I'll look around and like, all right, it looks good from all angles. Like, that's how I I want things to feel. Like, nothing's really like out of place. Not that I'm OCD, and I'm not even talking about clutter or trash, because like, I'd be having stuff all over. But just sometimes like when I'm analyzing I'm really looking at you know what's the details and what's out of place or what doesn't feel right or you know I still need to do something with this space on my wall what can I do um so kind of just being aware and ready to to do something but you know keeping an eye out for what makes you feel good and what doesn't and like what kind of grabs you and 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 makes you feel comfortable and and good feelings you know in a world where we can control so little, it's so nice to be able to control your space. And I just think about that. Like when I was little, that was like the highlight of my mom. I would move around my stuff mm -hmm. and just try to own that. Um, and growing up, I didn't really ever feel safe in my space. And so home wasn't somewhere that I tried to be often. And so as an adult, like I've been making a conscious effort to make it somewhere that I love, that I feel good in so that I want to be there and want to be in like feel comfortable spending time in my own space. And it's just been such a beautiful journey. But I'm laughing because I used to do the same thing with my room. Mm -hmm. Same thing. <laughs> so uh, we hope you guys got something out of the convo around, like, the importance of your space. I'm interested in seeing um, whatever you feel like showing. Like, if there's anything cool you've done with your space, um, throw up a picture, tag us. If you've done any cool painting or art or have just, like, a really cool piece. Uh, sometimes people have, like, a cool record player or just something, right? And, yeah. like, that's just, like, the thing you love or you you like sitting in this chair or whatever it is um and if you have any projects or if you want to start doing any research like things you see on pinterest or things you've seen um feel free to share and just hop in on the convo on you know ways that you've been changing your space during this time mm -hmm. we'd love to see it carly's couch cc fierce lextopia and then our question of the week does your space reflect the habits you have or the habits you want um, for me, uh, I think overall my space does reflect the habits that I want, which are the ones I have actually, to be honest, hey. I'm pretty on point right now. Hey, that's fire. Um, I just bought a rolly whiteboard, like a big rolly whiteboard mm -hmm. and I'm so excited. She can't wait to do a presentation. Oh, I can, <laughs> man ready i almost brought it today for no reason just like a random whiteboard in the background jesus christ i'm so hype about it um i would say that my office space reflects the habits that i um want and like and have currently um my bedroom space is still a little bit cluttered because i don't have a lot of space there and so some of it is is not what i want and i'm trying to figure out the best way to do that so if you have small storage solutions also hit me please yeah do some di um DIY or look at Ikea sometimes like I'll just look through Ikea stuff and there there are images of how they set rooms up just to get ideas of um 
the ways and the things of like a hanging thing here or you know mm -hmm. where you can use this for two different things or whatever you'll get ideas exactly um, and then i have friends who like do good stuff with like woodwork and stuff so like i make it shelves and making all kind of stuff i was thinking about um getting a new corner desk made that had like multiple levels and like mm -hmm. i could pull one out and stuff um so i could use that for like podcasting and for this and for that um so there's different things you can look up so good luck the world is your oyster yeah create something that you love yep um create a, a space that you love for sure so make that a priority um one thing about that too sorry i keep going back to these damn flowers but one thing that changed is for whatever reason like you know i didn't see certain things as a priority like and it's not right like getting flowers doesn't seem like something that should be a priority what changed though is like now i would never not spend that ten dollars every time i go to the store and get some more like when mine are dead and it's so weird how things like there's so much more value to it that I would have been missing out on because I'm like, oh, I don't want to spend ten dollars on some mm -hmm. flowers. But like I did not even realize how much of a difference it would make, how much I enjoy them. Um, and I happily spend my twenty now because I get two different bu bunches. But, you know, twenty bucks and they last literally for like two weeks. So, um, you know, getting past the idea of like, oh, I don't want to spend because you never know, like if you get that picture that you really want or that rug you really mm -hmm. love or whatever like you know the way it changes your mood makes you maybe more productive like just all these things you don't know but like it's so much more worth it to like be in a space you like um so spend a little bit if it's you got investment. it spend yeah spend it yep well thank you wayfair.com if you need it for the low they always got a damn 70 percent sale wayfair mm -hmm. i haven't been on there yet yeah wayfair that's where everything in my room came from probably for the most part good to know <laughs> and good stuff know. on the way Shipment coming in tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you for listening to Carly's Couch, and we will see you next week. Bye.